G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, always good to get an update with Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, this time on a Friday. And a great topic of conversation coming over these few minutes based on one of Bill's latest articles called With Christ in the School of Suffering. So if you come from that sort of tradition where some people describe our Christianity as happy clappy, uh, you might be uh, interested to know that there are some depths to Christian faith that are worth exploring. So let's take a few moments to talk about being with Christ in the school of suffering. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Uh, Bill, as I sometimes say uh, when we're talking about suffering, uh, this is not a great ad for Christianity to say that, you know, you join Christianity, you follow Christ, you become a person who follows in the sufferings of Christ. Uh, It's not always the pleasant thing to think about. Mm, Well, may not be in the appealing uh, advert for some, but of course it happens to be a, a true advertisement. Uh, In fact, much more true than those who would simply say, come to Jesus and all your problems will be solved. Everything will be uh, happy and clappy and uh, you'll get a good job and have a successful career and all your problems will go away. That would be uh, a false advertisement of what the gospel entails. So you're quite right. It's not pleasant to hear about suffering in any form, but uh, actually the Bible is full of discussions of suffering, and uh, we can't uh, pretend that we'll be exempt from hardships and suffering in this life for the simple reason that our Lord uh, wasn't, and neither should we expect to be. What do you say, Bill, to those people who say, well, didn't Jesus suffer so that we wouldn't have to suffer? Uh, He's known as the suffering servant. I guess as followers, we need to anticipate some level of suffering there too. But uh, what are your thoughts on on that idea that he suffered so that we might not need to? Mm. Well, when we say that, we're really referring to uh, the end of time when he comes again and he separates the sheep from the goats, some to eternal life and some to eternal suffering. So, of course, yes, uh, if we put our faith and trust in him through repentance, um, we are spared everlasting punishment and suffering. So, absolutely. But that has nothing to do with the current life, which is still a fallen life. Uh, The effects of sin are still with us. We still all die. We still all age, as I'm finding out at least as I get older. And so suffering is still a part of a sin-soaked world. And, uh, well, Jesus himself said it, in this world you will have tribulation. And the Bible is full of talk about hardships and suffering and affliction. We even have a whole book uh, devoted to it, the book of Job. So you're quite right to refer to uh, Jesus as the suffering servant, as Isaiah 53 does, and that should really settle the discussion for us. He was known as a man familiar with grief and suffering, 
And uh, if that's true of our Lord, how much uh, uh, more so than for the disciple to uh, follow in his footsteps. But Bill, some of us who've been Christians for perhaps a long time, who might be thinking, well, I haven't had to suffer uh, up until now. Uh, What's the big change that might mean I might need to be prepared for a different level of suffering? Or how do I interpret the suffering that I may face in the times to come? Yeah, well, there's, of course, different kinds of suffering. Uh, We all suffer one way or another right now. Uh, You know, when you lose a loved one, when you get a serious illness, when you lose a job, when a friend betrays you, when a loved one turns on you. I mean, there's a a million ways we can suffer emotionally, psychologically, mentally, and so on right now. But uh, there's also suffering as persecution, and that is beginning to heat up in the West. Uh, Christians overseas have known all about this. It's no... uh, mystery to them that the Christian life is a life of hardship and suffering, and in this case, persecution. But as the West gets more and more anti-Christian, I think we're going to be seeing more of this as well. So however we look at suffering, whatever form it comes in, uh, it's part and parcel of the Christian uh, life. We don't, of course, go out of our way seeking to suffer, but it will come. It's part of, uh, well, as the Bible says, it's often part of God's chastening and discipline process. Uh, As it says in Hebrews, nobody likes the uh, discipline of the Lord as a a father with a child. It can be painful while you're going through it, but it afterwards yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. So there's all kinds of ways that we can look at suffering, and often it comes from the hand of the Lord to keep us close to Him. I imagine, though, there must be some level of self-inflicted suffering that's not the sort of suffering that you're talking about from the Scriptures. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, that Christian believer who's perhaps uh, struggling a little bit with drinking uh, and uh, they go out and have a big night and wake up with a hangover and say, I'm suffering for Jesus. Well, that's not necessarily the sort of suffering I think you're talking about. Yeah, well, absolutely. We can... uh have plenty of bad consequences to bad decisions we make. So whether it's drinking or smoking or doing that which we know to be wrong, sure, you're going to suffer the consequences and you're going to pay the price. So that's not the kind of suffering I'm speaking about here. I'm speaking about, A, what is part and parcel of just life in a fallen world. You stub your toe as you're walking along. You lose your job. People can betray you and turn on you. That's just kind of part of living in this world. But there's also what we can call the almost redemptive side to suffering, where God can uh, teach us things that we might not otherwise know. I mean, there's passages in Peter and James and Romans about how suffering produces endurance and character and long-suffering and so on. So um, the biblical authors see a place for hardships because they know it helps to conform us to the image of Christ, which is uh, really what we're here for. We're not here to be happy. We're here to be holy. So sometimes hardships and the furnace of affliction can really help us to get to where God wants us to go. 
And you reflect on the biggest names in the history of the church and the thoughts that they've had or the experiences that they've had with suffering. This is not something that was just back to Jesus, the suffering servant, but this is something that is demonstrated in those who followed him throughout the last couple of thousand years. Yeah, well, absolutely. It's a universal condition, all God's People who know this, all the great saints have, in fact, written about even the value of suffering, as hard as that may sound. They've uh, spoken about the benefits and how uh, suffering and affliction is like a school of the faith and so on. So, yeah, I list quite a few in my recent piece, uh, going way back to Augustine through to Calvin or Luther, people like C.S. Lewis, Elizabeth Elliot, Spurgeon, Ryo, there's so many have all said the same thing on this issue. Intuitively, we want to tend to avoid suffering. Uh, how do you speculate about how people uh, respond when there is a potential for suffering? Do we tend to avoid that direction? Is mm. there something that needs to change in us that says, well, do you know what, if I want to go that path, I might need to expect that there mm. might be a level mm. of suffering? Yeah, well, as I said before, we don't go out of our way seeking for suffering. There's plenty in the world as there is, mind you. So we certainly, you know, it's not something we should relish in a sense or try to, you know, uh, you know, discipline ourselves. And, you know, as we know of in some circles where people will beat their backs with a whip and so on, that kind of thing is not what I'm referring to here. But we do have the... Uh, mindset, at least in the West, of, you know, I want to avoid suffering at all costs. Whatever I can do to avoid suffering, I will do it. And uh, sometimes the biblical motto is to, well, almost embrace suffering, to let God be our teacher, to let him be with us in the midst of suffering, giving us grace to get through. So again, it's uh, not something we seek out, but sometimes God certainly does allow hardships and trials in our life, and he makes it clear in the Word. He does it as a a refining fire to test us, to prove us, to make us more durable, give us a greater character. So the Word of God says there is value in suffering, and uh, instead of seeking to run from it, sometimes we should accept it as a, a gift of God. In fact, uh, Interestingly, in uh, Philippians, Paul says that very thing. He talks about suffering as a gift coming from God. Um, So we need to have that attitude and develop perhaps what we might call a theology of suffering. Look at suffering from God's point of view. There's a sense, isn't there, in some sectors, uh, people would look down on those who suffer. It's almost like mm-hmm. uh, in some sectors uh, where if you're suffering, somehow mm-hmm. or other you mustn't yeah. be under the favour of God. But yeah. if you're over here and you're prospering and driving a nice car and you're in yeah. good health, that you're somehow or other in God's favour. Mm-hmm. Is there a way we ought to be looking at that so that we're not drawing distinctions that way? Well, you're absolutely right. There are entire theologies and popular teachings who tell us exactly this, that, you know, if you're suffering, certainly if you're uh, sick in any way or if you're poor, uh, that it's obviously a sign of God's disfavor. You must have sin in your life or you don't have enough faith. Uh, That's quite a dangerous uh, and false theology to be pushing. I mean, the book of Job clearly uh, dumps that whole idea. That's what Job's miserable comforters 
uh, said about him, Oh, Job, obviously you got sin in your life. That's why this suffering is happening. And at the end of the book, God, of course, has to strongly rebuke his three friends for their unhelpful advice. Jesus said much the same in John 9. Um, a man was born blind, and disciples asked Jesus, Well, why did this happen? Was it because of his own sin or of his parents' sin? And Jesus answered, Neither one. But so that the glory of God might be made manifest, uh, this is uh, this has happened. So not every case of suffering is due to some direct uh, relationship with a particular sin. Uh, sometimes we just suffer in a fallen world, and we don't always have the answers. We don't always have a, a clear idea. So the idea that Christians should never suffer, or it's always a lack of faith, I think that's a fairly unhelpful and even a kind of dangerous theology to be pushing. It's one of those issues that we all need to grapple with as we come to a more mature outlook in our Christian walk, just how we see suffering and how we understand suffering from God's perspective and what he's showed us through the Bible. Bill, I'll point people to this one of your latest articles called With Christ in the School of Suffering. And listeners can simply Google Culture Watch and find Bill Muhlenberg or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Always great to be with you. Thanks. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.